Amen and good morning. Welcome to worship on this fourth Sunday of Advent. Friends, I am so excited that you are here to worship with us today virtually because we have an amazing Christmas pageant put together virtually by our church kids. And believe me, it is going to bring you so much joy and fill your heart with so much love that it is the perfect way to celebrate this fourth Sunday of Advent. So as we gather our hearts and our minds together, before we pray, I do want to let you know what our plans are for this upcoming week. On the 
the evening of the 21st at 7 p.m., we have a virtual longest night service. You can find that on our Facebook page. If you have any grief in your heart or if you just want to come together for a more solemn night of worship, then you can do so on the 21st. We will be worshiping virtually along with Arcade United Church of Christ. So we will join together on Facebook Live to worship. Also on Christmas Eve, we will have a virtual service that will go live at 5 p.m. That will be a pre-recorded service so that it's the best possible quality. And so we will have a 5 p.m. service for you to watch on Christmas Eve. Make sure to have candles ready to light for a silent night. However, if you would like to come into the sanctuary, we are having a limited service, uh, a limited attendance service. So if you would like to be here in the sanctuary on Christmas Eve, you do need to make sure to check in first, to sign up first. So either do so on the Breeze site by checking in to that service, or you can call or you can notify me in any way, and I will make sure that you are signed up. We're doing that so that if we get to more than the a number of people that we think would be comfortable in the sanctuary for Christmas Eve, we will add a second in-person service. So that is very, very important. But worship otherwise virtually or in person with a check-in Christmas Eve at 5 p.m. And now let us join in a moment of prayer. Good and gracious God, we thank you for allowing us to worship virtually today and, and to be filled with your love as we remember the story of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for our children that help us to remember and turn our hearts and our minds towards you this morning as we pray and as we worship. And all of us say, Amen. Good morning, church. This is John Pauling, and I'm here with our other two Jays, Joyce and Jeff, to share with you the results from our virtual meat raffle. That's right, John. As you know, we held our first ever virtual meat raffle on Saturday, December 12th. The event was a great success. We sold 115 packages. We also gave away a $300 gift card and $845 in our 50-50 to our very own Glenn Gordon. And the event was so much fun. Even though we couldn't all be together, miss everybody. So now, the moment that you have all been waiting for. This year, the net proceeds from this year's event brought in $4,053.01. Woohoo! And all of these proceeds from this event will benefit the mission of our church. And I really want to personally thank everyone for supporting our event. I'd also like to extend my very special thanks to the very many volunteers who helped to make this event possible. First, my thanks go out to my two cohorts, Joyce and Jeff, who are my right and left hand in all of our fundraising activities. I couldn't have done it without you. Brianna Grine, who put together the flyer and did an absolutely amazing job in running trivia throughout the night. Brianna's boyfriend, who helped us in tracking the winners for each round. Pastor Elizabeth, who helped facilitate the event, helped to ensure that we got all of the communications out to you and provided her technical expertise along the way. Adam Corte, for helping with the prize pickup at Pelicanos. Ron Januszewski for helping us coordinate payments. And of course, our, our thanks go out to the trustees for supporting this year's event. We hope you all have a very Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. Thanks, everyone.
Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Sunday of Advent. So it's the fourth Sunday of Advent, which means that this week we have four candles to light. So before we light our fourth candle, first let's remember the candles that we've already lit. We started with this one. What did that one stand for? Well, hope. And then we lit this one, and this one stood for? Peace. And then we lit this one last week. What was the pink one for? Joy. And now this week we're going to light our fourth candle. And what does the fourth candle stand for? It stands for love. Exactly. This is the fourth Sunday of Advent. And on this fourth Sunday of Advent, we think about love. We think about how when Jesus entered the world as a precious little child, that was God saying how much God loves us. God loves us so much that God was willing to send us his own son to save us and to redeem us. That is how much our God truly loves us. So let's think about love for a minute. If God loves us so much, who do we love? Well, I love my family, I love my friends, I love my dogs, and I love God. Oh, that's a good list of people that you love. Maybe those of you who are home, can you think for a moment about who you love or what you love and what love means to you? Take a moment as we light these candles to think about not only God's tremendous love for you, God's love that is so great that God sent his own son as a savior for us, but also think about what love means to you and in, in who you love. Why do you love them? What does their love mean to you? Let's think about love on this fourth Sunday of Advent as we light our Advent candles. Christmas Eve, because what is that candle in the middle? It's the Christ candle. It's the Christ candle. So as we are almost to Christmas, we remember that in just a matter of days, we are going to gather virtually or together to light our Christ candle, to remind us of how much God 
truly loves us. Oh, little town of Bethlehem, how still we see the light above thy deep and dreamless sleep. The silent stars go by, yet in thy dark streets shineth the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. is born of Mary and gathered all above while mortals sleep the angels keep their watch of wandering love O morning stars together proclaim the and peace to all on earth. How silently, how silently the wondrous gift is given. So God imparts to sings of his heaven. No ear may hear his coming, but in this world of sin, where meek souls will receive him still, the dear Christ enters in. child of Bethlehem, descend to us, we pray. Cast out our sin and enter in, be born in us today. We hear the Christmas angels, the great glad tidings tell. To us, abide with us, our Lord Emmanuel. And our reading this morning comes from the first chapter of the Gospel of Luke. We will read chapter 1, verses 26 through 38. If you are ready to hear the word of the Lord, will you please say, Amen. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. 
And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. And he will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called the Son of God. And now your relative, Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived, and this is the sixth month of her who was said to be barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. And then Mary said, Here I am, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. And then the angel departed from her. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. let us pray. Good and gracious God, pour your Holy Spirit upon us as we remember the story 
Help us to remember the story of the birth of our Christ, our Messiah. Thank you, Lord, for sending us a Savior and pour your Holy Spirit upon us. And together we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. And they all lived happily ever after. The end. That was a good one. Good night. Sleep tight. Wait a minute. Don't leave yet. What's going on? You need to get some sleep. Mom, can we go to bed now? I'm sleepy. I'm scared. That book made me nervous. And now I'm thinking about all the things I'm afraid of. Like what? Well, let's see. There's airplanes, bees, coronavirus, dogs, fire. Ghost, lice, mice, nighttime, roller coasters, teasing, x-rays, and zoom. Did you just list all your fears in alphabetical order? Whoa, I can relate sometimes. So how do I feel better? I can't sleep when I'm scared. Well, stories help. When I'm afraid or I'm worrying, I remember that I'm a part of a story that is way bigger than myself. And God's story is full of people who are sometimes afraid. You know, I think I have time to tell you one more story tonight. This part of God's story is during a time when many people were afraid of many things, just like us. It all begins in Nazareth, a town in Galilee with a woman named Mary. Oh, hi. Uh, welcome. Welcome to my home. Do you want to talk to me? We haven't met, have we? Do you want to hear what I have to say? I do. Pardon me. Greetings, favored one. God is with you. Um, what kind of greeting was that? Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. You will have a baby boy, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of Most High, and his kingdom will have no end. How can this be? How is this going to happen? The Holy Spirit will come upon you and will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. You'll be called the Son of God. Also, your relative Elizabeth is going to have a baby, even though people thought it would be impossible, but nothing is impossible with God. Was all of that a question? Oh, hmm. Well, are you going to ask me if I want to do this? Good question. Uh, yes. Here I am, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to this message. I have to go see Elizabeth. Elizabeth, are you home? I'm coming in. Come on in, Mary. Mary, I have to tell you something. You are so blessed among the women, and the baby inside your womb was also blessed. The moment the sounds of your greetings ent entered my ears, the baby inside my womb leaped for joy. Here, feel it. I'm bursting with great news too, Elizabeth. God took one good look at me, and look what happened. I'm the most blessed woman on earth. 
What God has done for me will never be forgotten. I'm talking about the God who knocked the powerful off their thrones and lifted up the lowly. So, uh, can I stay with you for a few months? Mary's pregnant? How is that possible? We aren't married yet, and the law says that that is not good. Not good at all. She claims that this child, the child she carries, is actually God's child. My only option is to marry her, then divorce her quietly. That'll save my reputation, at least. But she will be disgraced. I don't know what to do, and I'm afraid. Oh, Mary. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to get married. God's Holy Spirit has made Mary pregnant. She will have a son, and you will name him Jesus. God saves, because he will save his people from their sins. I'm going to marry Mary. I'm going to marry Mary. We're going to have a baby and we're going to name him Jesus. I'm going to be a dad. I need to pack. Why is Joseph packing a bag? Why is everyone making a big deal about this? It's just a baby. This story is so weird. I just... Yeah, I know. I don't know the answer to most of those questions. This is a bigger-than-life kind of story, and there are a lot of unexplainable and miraculous parts. That sounds what Pastor Elizabeth said when I asked those questions. Good. I'm so glad I sound like Pastor Elizabeth, because we don't have all the answers. Now, I do know the answer to one of those questions. Why is Joseph packing? To understand that, we have to meet the Emperor. Citizens of Rome, it is I, your Lord and Savior, Good Shepherd, Lightweight, and Prince of Peace, Caesar Augustus. First, I want to say you are welcome for all the great things I've done for you. There has never been an Emperor as powerful and glorious as me. My empire is vast, you people are obedient, I am saving you all, all of you, and you owe me so much, so much. Citizens, I want to count you. Yes, let's get a good head count so that you can all pay me what I am owed. Go to your hometown and register your family so that you can show proper appreciation of my awesomeness. I decree it to be so. Farewell, my faithful children. May you know my magnificent ways. Farewell. Okay, good news is, I think I found us a place to stay. Finally, this baby is not going to wait much longer. Where are we staying? Ooh, did you get us a room at that inn I like? The one with the good breakfast? Um, not exactly. It was full. Oh no. What are we going to do? Sleep outside with the shepherds? Stay in the stable with the donkeys? What? No, who would do that? Joseph, this baby is coming soon! I know, I know. 
The guest rooms are full, but I found an innkeeper who will let us stay in a small space in his home. Oh, good. Yeah, it's a nice space. Lots of hay. Maybe a few animals. All right, let's do this. Okay, stop there. What? Why? I don't think I want to hear about the birth part. Hmm, okay. We can talk about that later. The Bible doesn't really tell us anything about the birth anyway. It just says that Mary had the baby and wrapped him in strips of cloth and put him in the feeding trough. That's it. But those are important details to remember for the next part of our story. It takes place in a field. Glory to God in the highest. Ahem. Ahem. Glory to God. Is this thing even working? Am I on mute? Can you, are you people even listening? Do not be afraid, for I bring you good news that will cause great joy to all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths, lying in a manger. Good news for all the people. Glory to God in the highest heaven. The Messiah is born. A Savior. And on earth, peace among those whom God favors. Glory to God. Glory to God. That is all. Goodbye. Angels we have heard on high, sweetly singing o'er the plains and the mountains in reply, echo back their joyous strains. Yeah.
Yes. Yes, I did. Bah! Well, we are going, right? Yes, we are going. We have to. Do we bring the sheep? I think we have to. Bah! Bah! Take me with you! Take me with you! Those signs again? A baby wrapped in a cloth lying in a manger. Ah! We won't forget! Let's go! Alright. Wait, what were the signs again? Silent night exactly how the angel described. There was a baby wrapped in cloth and in a manger. We have seen something amazing tonight. I don't know about you, but it feels like the world is changing. Yeah, but why do you think we got to see it? Nobody cares about us shepherds. We're poor and we don't have much power. <laughs> I have no idea, but the baby's mother Mary acts like this was exactly was supposed to happen. Like this was meant for people like us. Maybe this baby will lift up the low early. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> hey, was that star there last night? I don't think I've ever seen that one before. Twinkle, twinkle, I'm a star. And welcome to our observatory. We are wise men. Wise people. The Magi. Really, we're more like scientists. Astronomers. We study the stars. We study the stars. When something changes, you know immediately. We just noticed a new star. We must follow our scientific instincts and find out why there's this mysterious new star. Now we begin our journey. Ba -ba -la. Are we there yet? 
You literally just asked that. Are we there now? Uh, yes, we're here. Here it is, Bethlehem. Let's go talk to the local king for more information. We got it, best king ever. We're here to look for the newborn king. The child born king of the Jews. We saw his star rising. We come to honor him. The three kings of Orient big cheese around here. Everybody is talking about it. They all say that I'm a powerful king. The best king Bethlehem has ever seen. Ah, uh, would you excuse me for a moment? I need to make a call. Hey, put me through to my smart people. Hi, this is your king. The very best king. I need to know, according to your research, where is the Messiah supposed to be born? Uh-huh. Bethlehem? Are you sure? Bye. Hi, wise folks. 
So yeah, this is great. Go on and find this child and pay him honor. And get back to me about this so I, too, can honor him. Um, sure. Okay. We can do that. Um, let's get out of here. When we left Herod, he decided to sit around and be jealous and plan his revenge. He felt threatened. There was a new leader that people were excited to, to meet. But we found Jesus and gave him gifts. We brought gold and frankincense and myrrh. Usually these are gifts for royalty. Powerful people. Grown men. But we brought these gifts to a tiny, weak, oppressed baby. Even though we didn't know why, we knew he was important. The good news would turn everything upside down. And by the way, we did not return to that wicked King Herod. No way! We were warned in a dream not to, to take a different path. You might say the scenic group. Now we return to watching the stars. Whoa, there's a star. There's the sun. Or there's Mars. Whoa. Those wise people were really bright. They honored the king. God had chosen, brought him presents, disobeyed the orders of King Herod, and made it home safely. Yes, they were brave and determined. Everyone in the story was, I think. From Mary and Joseph to all the shepherds and the Magi, they were all recognized that the birth of Jesus was going to change the world. Lakeland and Skylar, are you feeling safe and sleepy yet? Our story's coming to an end. Yes, I am sleepy, but this isn't really the end. No? Why not? It's bedtime. You need to get some sleep. This is just the beginning. Jesus is born. He grows up. He changes water into wine. He heals. He... Yes. Yes, you're right. Jesus' birth is just the beginning. We have a lot to talk about, but it's late. Tonight, let's focus on one special moment. This one night that brought us Jesus. Okay, that makes sense. This is a good story. God's story is unfolding. More good news every day. And in the end, all things will be made right. That doesn't mean we won't be afraid along the way. But we can just trust the love and justice will have the final word. Speaking of the final word, let's have a final word for Mary, the mother of Jesus. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For you, God, have looked with favor on the lowliness of your servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed. For you, the Mighty One, have done great things for me, and holy is your name. Your mercy is for those who fear God, from generation to generation. You, O oh God, have shown strength with your arms. You have scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. You, God, have brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. You have filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. You have helped your servant Israel. In remembrance of your mercy, according to the promises you made to our ancestors, to Abraham and Sarah and to their descendants forever. Mary, did you know that your baby boy will one day walk on water? Mary, did you know that 
mature baby boy would save our sons and daughters. Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? This child that you delivered will soon deliver you. Mary, did you know that your baby boy will give sight to a blind man? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would calm a storm with his hand? Did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels tried? And when you kissed your baby, you've kissed the face of God. Oh, Mary, did you know? Did you know that your baby boy is Lord of all creation? Mary, did you know that your baby boy will one day rule the nations? Did you know that your baby boy was heaven's perfect lamb? In the sleeping child you're holding is the great I am. Mary, did you know? Oh. And now is the time for our offering. We thank all who have been able to give. Please continue to give if you are able. And if you need the pantry, come on Mondays from 11 to 1. Or if you need any other help, please do not hesitate to ask.
And now, let us pray. Gracious God, may this act of giving transform our hearts and our minds. May you bless these gifts and use them to do your will. Through Christ we pray. Amen. And now, friends, go forth with the love of Christ in your heart. Go forth, be blessed, and be a blessing to all. Sing me, oh well, there's a star in the